Welcome to the Your Life Choices podcast. I'm John Deeks. And today we're going to talk about grief. There'd be very few of us who haven't grieved for a loved one, a family friend, or someone close to us. And we all handle grief in very different ways. I know this can be a difficult subject, one that we mightn't like to confront, but I do hope you're going to find this an interesting, positive discussion and hopefully give us the tools to understand the grieving process. There is an organization that is a safe space for people to grieve, heal and grow, and where every bereaved parent, sibling and grandparent can access support. It's a fascinating resource and one that I was not aware of, but I'm very keen to find out more. The Compassionate Friends is an international organization and joining me today is the CEO, Alex Hamilton. Alex, welcome to Your Life Choices. Hello, John. How are you? Before we go any further, tell me how the Compassionate Friends came to be. 50 years ago, would you believe, two beautiful people sadly lost their their 11-year-old son, Reese, in a car accident. Reese was only 11 and they went, okay, where do, what do we do now? How do we get support? And they discovered there was really nothing within Australia at that time that was offering that peer support. They just wanted to be surrounded by other people that really got it, that really understood what it was like to lose a child. Family and friends gather around, or if they're connected to a church, they they might get that as well. Uh, Why do they feel the need to look outside of that? Family and friends really do jump on board and they want to help you and they want to fix it. Unfortunately, this can't be fixed. So, you know, when you've lost a child, you just want to see that there's other people out there that really understand what you're going through. And that can show you that there is life after this and it looks very different. But what is this life now that I'm having to journey? Um, And so they did. They went went and looked and they discovered that it was a a worldwide organisation, the Compassionate Friends, and it was started over in the UK. And so they established it here in Victoria and 50 years later, we are um, servicing, you know, many, many, many hundreds of clients um, per month. Why was I not aware of the Compassionate Friends? Uh, I think it's a club that no one wants to know about until you get to that point. You know, you, and unless you have lost a child, a grandchild or a sibling, you really don't want to even face that that is a possibility. So we understand that it's a really hard place to be. But the great thing is that if you do know about it, you can share it with people at the, in their time of need. Before we commence this uh, interview, I was talking to you about my time helping out Very Special Kids, which is a palliative care organisation. But you do a broad church of, of care, no matter what ages. That's right. You know, we understand that the grief of losing a child can be a 90-year-old lady or a father who's lost their 70-year-old child or someone who has lost in, in early miscarriage. You know, the grief of losing a child is such a wide breadth and, and it's still that child and the, and the hope that you have for the future of that life. So we totally understand that everyone's grief is personal and, and we are here for everybody no matter what stage. How does one connect with the compassionate friends and what is your process when they do? Sure. So we get a lot of referrals in from professional organisations. So it could be from the coroner's court. It could be right from the police. We get referrals from um, hospital, from um, counsellors, lots of professional services because the wonderful thing about us is that we don't have a wait list. So if someone is trying to get into a psychologist, there may be a long wait. So they can phone us up and they can come in today or tomorrow and speak with someone who also have that lived experience. And that's the beautiful thing about us is that everybody who works with us who volunteers with us, absolutely everybody has that lived experience. Guide me through the healing and rebuilding that you do with, uh, with people who come to the Compassionate Friends. 
And healing, it, it looks very different for everybody. My son passed away in 2011. So he was um, four months old. I remember sitting in the hospital and thinking, I don't even know how I'm going to breathe tomorrow. And then this lady walked in and she said to me, Alex, I'm also a bereaved mum and my daughter died five years ago. And I remember looking at this lady and thinking, oh my goodness, she's standing, she's breathing, she's working. Like it was all these things that were so far out of my breath. But I just looked at her and went, oh my goodness, there is so much hope for what my life could look like still. And that's really what we hold on to is that no matter what your journey and everyone's is different, that you can come to us and we can help you, whether that be that you just want to talk and you just want to get to know other people. We have social groups. You know, how the beautiful thing about us is the friendship groups that comes out of some of our meetings. We've got a group of guys that go and play golf every week. It's not a, a formalized support group, but it's their, their way of really bonding and, and that's a, their form of healing. So um, we do it in various ways and we've got a 24-hour grief line. So you can phone us at any time of the day, 365 days of the year, no matter when you need to speak to us, and you'll always speak to a bereaved parent who can talk you through things. One can't imagine losing a child. Uh, How did you get through that time? Oh, you know, there's moments where you don't think you will. There really is. And there's moments where you just think, how am I even going to wake up tomorrow? Do I want to wake up tomorrow? But I think really for me, it was leveraging and holding on to that, those other bereaved parents. I was very active on social media. I met a lot of other people that had lost their baby, lost their child. And it's that unspoken bond that I would look at them and say, oh my goodness, you're so much further ahead than I am. And and that really gave me the steps to be able to move through this. And okay, well, how do I deal with the first anniversary? How do I deal with Christmas? Yeah, you know, all these, you know, amazing milestones that come into it that take your breath away still. And and the first Christmas that we had, it was only six weeks after my son had passed away. And we went and volunteered with the um, Samaritans because I just, I I needed to do something that was giving back and doing something else. So that was part of my healing. So, you know, it's been 12 years now and, you know, you never get over it. It's not something that you ever say, you know, that that I'm I'm good now, but I've had two more children. I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm living my life and I'm happy. And that can be a really hard thing to accept as a grieving parent or grandparent or sibling that you will be happy again. This is a, a not connected to any churches. It's an interdenominational organisation and all are welcome. You have no agendas. How do you fund your organisation? So we, we partly are funded by the government. So around 68% of our funding is government funded, So um, which is amazing and scary all in one because that leaves us in a really vulnerable place. But everything else is from amazing donors and corporate partnerships and you know our families, because they know that when they've come to us, they are in the depths of despair. They know that we have often have saved their lives. And you know I know I certainly felt that when I met the other grieving parents. So they often will help and, and help donate each year. The loss of a child is one thing, the loss of a a brother or sister, another, and I've just recently lost two of my older sisters. How do you handle the different losses? So you lose a child or you lose a sister or you lose a grandparent or you lose a, a partner. What processes do you go through and do you do it differently? Yes, absolutely. So obviously it is a very different loss um, and we have specific groups for whether you have lost a child, a grandchild or a sibling. So people can be with like-minded peers and we actually have a chat service that runs for our siblings because we find, especially our younger siblings that are connected with us from 8pm till 11pm at night, it's dark. 
they're alone. Sometimes they just need to reach out, but they don't necessarily want to pick up the phone. So we have this amazing chat service where they can just jump on and speak to another bereaved sibling. So that works really well. We have a lot of social groups for our siblings as well, because, you know, sitting in the support groups may not necessarily be the right thing for them. But also they do want to connect with other bereaved parents, we found, because they want to understand what are my parents going through and vice versa, because it can often feel like they've lost their parents as well when they've lost a sibling because their parents are in the depth of grief. It's just such a vulnerable time. It's so vulnerable and, you know, your emotions are so up and down and then you're trying to parent as well. And, you know, it, it can be really, really, really hard for the, for the siblings. So that's why we opened up our services to siblings so we could support them. Grandparents, again, you're watching your child go through having lost their child. It's, you know, I know for my mum, she she witnessed me, you know, on the floor many days and, and picked me up off the floor and, you know, I couldn't have got through it without her. So for her, you know, her thing is talking to other grandparents as well. So I think just having those connections and knowing that you can talk to someone else who really gets it and you can cry, but you can be happy as well. And I think, you know, we had a a meeting the other day and a few of our members were saying, you know, it's so nice to be able to come here. And even though I'm only six, 12 months on following the death of my child, I can laugh and I can be okay with that. And I'm not feeling guilty that I'm laughing and that I'm actually okay today. Whereas tomorrow I might not be, but today I'm okay and and let's celebrate that. Alex Hamilton is the CEO of CompassionateFriendsVictoria.org.au is the email address, CompassionateFriendsVictoria.org.au. We've talked a lot about children and the loss of a child. I admire you for telling your story, but your life choice is predominantly a a senior's website. So talk to me through the loss of of a loved one at a certain age. Yeah, and it's interesting you say that about the loss of a young child. We actually get people coming to us in their 80s that lost a child 50 years ago because they didn't go through or have the support at that time and and didn't process it. So we have a lot of that sort of generation of people that really need the support now and want to be around other people. So it doesn't matter the age of the child or or the age of the grandchild that, that has been lost. It's still such a journey for you to go through. So we're so welcoming of those people that come to us and, and, you know, they come to us for five sessions, 20 sessions, however many they like, or just touch base with us and come in for a coffee. That's the nice thing about the centre here is, that, you know, we, we get people coming in off the door and just want to sit in the library and have a coffee with us. And it doesn't matter. I had a lady come in the other day. She was in her 80s and she was telling me the story of losing her son 50 or 60 years ago. But it was still so raw for her and she just still wanted to talk about it. Or we get someone in that's a bit elderly that's maybe lost her 60, 50-year-old, 40-year-old. So no matter what the journey or the life stage that that we have lost them we always have someone else who is around that area that that can help and that can talk to you about what you've been through the old days of uh, well do you get over it you know, move on all those other cliches it just isn't right and you do come under mental health yeah That's right. Yeah, we are a mental health service. So and the great thing is the Mental Health Reform Act was recently uh, delivered here in Victoria and they've really emphasised one of the points is about lived experience, because we know that once someone has been through something, that's when you can really share how you've got through that. And that's what helps other people. So, you know, whether you're a a 90 year old that's sharing their stories or someone who's in their 20s that wants to tell us about losing their sibling or or having a miscarriage, it still resonates with, with other people who are going through the same thing. Alex, do people get charged to come to Compassionate Friends? 
No, they don't. So we are a free service. We do have a membership opportunity. So people can, after the first year, we ask that people donate $55 a year. And that enables us to send out our magazine to them. But there is no prerequisite that you have to do that. Um, You can still take part in in our support groups. Call us whenever you want, even if you're not paying that $55 a year. So yeah, it is a a free service for anybody. Alex, if people want to know more, of course, there's the website and people can call, etc. But uh, do you go out to service groups? Do you go out to talk to people? We do. We So we offer community education. So we have a range of guest speakers that come out. I come out myself, um, our president, and we've got a team of volunteers that come out. And that's the beautiful thing about us. We've got 150 volunteers. So if anybody's wanting to volunteer, please, please do get in contact. Um, but yeah, I've got to know. I've got to know what happens when you go and talk to a group, whether it be Rotary, whether it be a Probus group, whatever. What are the reactions from people in the audience? Grief is a very heavy topic. And so they can be maybe a little apprehensive to begin with about what our story is going to be like. So I think once we share and then once they see the beautiful journey that people go on when they join TCF is so warm. Everybody has been through grief in some way, you know, whether it be a family member or a friend or even a pet, you know, it doesn't matter what level of grief. Grief is grief. And it takes you on such a roller coaster that I think people are really warmed by the service that we have here. And because, like you said, they, people don't necessarily know about us. Um, they're like, wow, I wish I'd known about you when my friend lost their child. So, yeah, we, we'd be love to come out and, and talk to more organisations right across Victoria. And they can do that by contacting you at? Myself, Alex H at tcfv.org.au or just give us a call. All the details are on the website. And the website is Compassionate Friends Victoria. One word, compassionatefriendsvictoria.org.au. Alex, more power to you. I don't quite know how I came across your website and I'm so pleased that I've come out here today to talk to you because it's a subject that I thought, oh, grief, people are going to go, oh, I don't want to listen to a podcast about grief, but it's not. It's about hope. It's about expansion. It's about inclusiveness. It's about healing. It really is. You know, yesterday I was at a luncheon um, for another organisation and I just walked over to the gentleman who was doing the Welcome to Country, an Indigenous man, and he shared with me that his daughter had died from SIDS two months earlier. And he said, I I don't even think I'd spoken those words out loud and I don't even know how we we got talking about it. But he shared it and he cried and he held my hand and he said, I didn't even know you existed. I'm so happy. I'm going to share this with my wife as soon as I get home. And seeing the light in his eyes come back and seeing what that meant to him to go, oh my God, there's someone out there that actually is going to understand what I'm going through and is so much further down the line. You know, that's why we do what we do. Compassionate friends, no more words needed from me, but we do recommend you go to the website. Just have a look. It's fascinating. Compassionatefriendsvictoria.org.au. And Alex Hamilton, thank you so much for joining us today on Your Life Choices. Thank you so much for having me, John. John.